What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. Talk Saga 960. Good morning to everybody once again. It's always a pleasure to welcome back our monthly visitor, Stephen Dasko, who is the counselor for Ward 1 in Mississauga. And he joins us um, you know, every month to give us an update as to what's happening in the ward and also in general what's happening. You know, we talk about all sorts of things happening in and around Peel region, certainly. And I know yesterday was a big day for Stephen in terms of his position. I'll let him describe that for you. But Stephen Dasko can be found at stephendasko.ca and also all over social media at Dasko Ward 1. Hello, Stephen. How are you today? Hi, Norm. I'm doing terrific. How are you? Great. Great of you to join us as always again, squeezing us into your very busy schedule. Is it fair to say your schedule intensifies as spring approaches? How would you say? <laughs> it is always, it, it's always, I would say, fairly intense. And, uh, and I, I love it that way. It just happens to shift in terms of uh, you know what some of the uh, what some of the issues are in the community, but uh, spring, summer, those are are definitely hot ones, especially in Ward One, because uh, you know you factor in our green space and the lakes and all the different things going on uh, in the community. So it tends to become a, a spot that I uh, I tend to inherit some issues that uh, that sometimes go into uh, I guess measures that I've had to take in the past. And then one of those uh, you may have seen, I'm not sure, but uh, we're, we're coming back into the seasonal south of Lakeshore increased parking fines, for example. Uh, so, uh, so that's certainly one thing when you talk about uh, how busy things get from, from season to season. Um, one of the issues a few years ago when COVID really kicked in, everybody wanted to be down at the waterfront and we had a lot of issues uh, with our residential communities getting significantly impacted as a result of that. And so uh, one of the measures we brought in was the increased uh, seasonal parking rates. Well, I see that on your website, stephendasco.ca, where it says, if you're thinking of visiting Mississauga's waterfront this spring and summer to enjoy the, its parks, trails, and amenities, you need to know that fines for parking and stopping violations will increase too. Stephen, $100 beginning May 1st. So it's already underway. $100. Do you ever get any pushback on just that fact alone that it seems high to me? But, I, I mean, you have to. Absolutely. Have to, and and it's ahead. meant to be that way yeah. if you're parking illegally. If you're, if you're legally parked, you'll never get a parking ticket. And so I did get one angry call um, when, when this was first brought in. And the person said to me, uh, you know, really, at $40, I was, I was absolutely prepared to pay that to go and be with my family down at the waterfront parking essentially in front of somebody's house and um, illegally, not legally, but illegally. So uh, quite often what people do is they cover over people's driveways or they park in front of a fire hydrant uh, or, uh, or a fire zone and this type of thing. 
And, uh, and he said, but at a hundred dollars, you know, I'm not about to do that. And I said, well, you know, quite frankly, that's what it's there for. Yeah, that is what it's there for. Cause what he's just told you is, uh, I'm willing to pay 40 bucks to park illegally. I'm willing to Correct. pay that, yeah. that. It's like a parking, you know, a pass for $40 gets me to park wherever I want uh, illegally for $40. Hey, I'll do that. I mean, in downtown Toronto, you're spending $35, $40 for the day. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 100%. I hear your point. You've got to get people's attention here, right? Yeah, and that's really what it is. It's, we love having people down. We love, sure. love welcoming visitors and, you know, enjoying our waterfront and our parks and our local businesses. But the whole thing is that just show us, uh, you know, some respect as, as you're doing that. And um, and if you're not going to, then you'll get fined for it. Excellent. Now, Stephen, yesterday, as I follow you on Twitter, of course, at Dasco Ward 1, I noticed that you uh, pointed out that you had registered for what yesterday? Oh, thanks for catching that. Yes, I, <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, yesterday was the first day that you could register for uh, for the municipal elections coming up. Uh, in October. And I thought, well, if I'm in, I'm in. And if I'm not, I'm not. But uh, I thought my work is not done here. I love serving the community. So I went and I did file my papers to uh, be a candidate for re-election in October. Congratulations on on that aspect of it. So re-electing you for Ward 1 Councillor in October. What is involved when you say filing papers? I mean, it's got to be more than just handing in a, you know, a little uh, form. What do you have to do? Yeah, just to, uh, I, I say, uh, just to put your name on the ballot. Yeah. Uh, there are some forms that you have to fill out, just saying that you're, uh, you know, acknowledging and aware of uh, things like uh, your spending limits that you live, you know, within the city of Mississauga. Uh, and then as well, there's a component where you need to get uh, signatures to nominate you to put your name forward. And then after that, you pay a fee uh, to have your name on the ballot. And, and the fee is $100. $100. So it's not like, uh, where was I hearing? For, uh, for example, to be progressive conservative uh, party leader, isn't it a hundred thousand or something like that? <laughs> Just to get on the ballot, something hey, like that. Patrick so Brown, that, I think he uh, was in the news. Patrick Brown, I think uh, you know, put in a hundred grand or whatever it was. No, Th- those numbers tend to be fairly high. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, they, they certainly do. And you know, this is, I think, this is my, you know, my my thought towards that is, yeah. uh, I think the fees kept fairly low, just to not have any barriers uh, to entry for people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And uh, I like what you said here on Twitter. You said, I humbly ask for the privilege to represent you for another term. And I thought that was really uh, well stated. And I would describe you as that, too. You are a humble gentleman who is willing to listen to everybody in all sides of issues. And you don't jump to conclusions. You don't judge people. And you speak frankly and from the heart. And uh, you work really, really hard, I have to say. Uh, you're working long days. I, I tease you about, you know, the spring and summer being a little more intense than winter. But you are on the go all the time, much to the chagrin of your family life a lot of the time, I'm sure. <laughs> Sometimes that is the case. But, again, I, you know, I, I know, and uh, as does my wife and my family, you know, what I've signed up for. And, uh, honestly, you know, I guess one of those old sayings is, uh, is if you love what you do, it's not work. And, uh, and for me, I, I truly wake up pinching myself every morning and say I'm the luckiest person in the world to represent the residents of Ward 1. 
I also noticed that uh, Bonnie Crombie threw her hat back into the ring to be reelected as mayor. Is there any truth to the rumor? Okay, it's not a rumor. I'm just making it up right now. Uh, <laughs> that uh, Hazel McCallion will throw her hat in for another go at it. Come on! Is there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a. That is funny. You know, I don't believe so. I, you <laughs> okay. know, Norm, I, I know there's always some great stuff and starting some rumors, but no, I don't believe so. Uh, Hazel uh, is is truly just an incredible lady. Uh, she actually did the honor of signing my nomination forms uh, as well. But uh, no, uh, she, when I was uh, chatting with her, she did not indicate that she'd like to run again. But uh, hey, you know what? She got it. We we got we got uh, Mayor Crombie is putting her name back in the race, and and that is uh, and and that is firm. Yes. So I mean, Hazel got a new job recently, didn't she? Sign a two or three year, four year contract or something? And I figured, well, then what's going to stop her from this? I believe it's a three year contract (laughs) with the uh, with the Toronto Air Authority, and and that's uh, essentially the GTAA. There you go. Yeah. And uh, I want to see her renew that, actually, uh, when the day comes. That would be outstanding. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. She really is uh, an incredible lady. I was actually out at the Mississauga Marathon with her. They had the Hazel McCallion 5K uh, Novo Nordisk uh, race on Sunday, Saturday. Saturday, uh, thank you. Uh, thank that, you. Uh, that, yeah, that one was Saturday afternoon, and it took place uh, right around where the Port Credit Lighthouse is. And, uh, and, oh, she was, uh, she's always a delight to, uh, to chat with. Unbelievable. Now what's happening in ward one, if you want to address some, uh, things coming up during the, uh, merry old month of May here. Ah, yes. And the merry old month of May, well, getting into, as you were mentioning, uh, seasons change. There's one intersection that has longstanding been a, uh, a problem because people like to walk back and forth, uh, you know, across Lakeshore when they're walking along the river. And uh, and so for years and years, if you know where the lighthouse is, there's a street there, it's called Front Street. So Front and Lakeshore for years has been one of these uh, really dangerous intersections. And uh, so I was able to get a, a stoplight put in there. And uh, so that just went active right. uh, over, the, over the last little bit. And one thing I have asked staff to do, I had designed a few years back a crosswalk at Stave Bank and Lakeshore, and that was with salmon essentially running uh, as the crosswalk. And so I asked that they would do that as well on uh, right where the lighthouse is there too at Front Street. So, uh, and that's a, a bit of a tribute and an homage to uh, to our fishing industry and our salmon. And uh, and so I just thought it was fitting for uh, for our waterfront. Very nice. Yep. Good stuff. We've Glad had that, and then coming up this this month, yeah. Norm. It's uh, it's a, we're in for another busy month. It's it's yeah. pretty wild. We've got on uh, actually tomorrow evening, six uh, thirty p.m. This is um, I've been working on for a while, and this is a, a pedestrian cycling bridge we've spoken about before on the show, and it's a pedestrian cycling bridge going across the Credit River uh, into Memorial Park. And uh, so we're going to be holding a, uh, a virtual meeting on that. And if you want to get details or anybody wants details uh, on the meeting, um, uh, actually, my apologies, it's tonight uh, at 6.30 p.m. And uh, all you have to do is, uh, is just go to my website, stephendasco.ca, and you will find out the information and the link to be able to, uh, to connect to that and get some information on that as well. Excellent. All right. 
Yep. There's. Uh, I saw on your website too. You got a couple of virtual meetings on the way, actually, uh, that are planned next week and then towards the end of the month as well. The virtual meetings seem to be pretty popular. Do you find that uh, they're well populated and people are are in favor of taking part in that uh, arena? Yeah, most. I would say not everybody, but most yeah. people um, look at it and say, well, this is a way that we can participate. Um, and so some without, say, disrupting their, their dinner plans, because quite often they're held right around the dinner hour sure, or just after the dinner hour. And so uh, sometimes the thought is, OK, do I go and do dinner or do I go out to, uh, you know, a community meeting. And so it gives people a little bit more flexibility. Quite frankly, I'm i I'm an in-person kind of person, you know, kind of, kind of person. And um, so I, I really long for those days to be at, for example, Clark Hall or uh, the Cothra senior center, uh, places like that, that we quite often have in-person meetings, but there's just not a comfort level with, uh, with people just yet. Hopefully we'll get there really soon. Uh, That that's really my hope because, um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, there's nothing that happens, as as you know, in in Ward One uh, of significance that I don't have public meetings on, just because uh, I love the engagement, I love the feedback, and I want to make sure that uh, you know, as as things are coming forward, that everybody is uh, is aware and in the know of uh, of what's happening, because there's a lot of important things happening in our community right now. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of developments, Stephen. I'm noticing a couple of, uh, I mentioned virtual meetings. There's one coming up next Wednesday on the 11th at 6.30, and then another one yeah. towards the end of the month. Development, that is something that yes. you, it must be almost a daily thing for you to deal with, no? It is. I will also say that, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not against development, never have been. What I am against is irresponsible development. Uh, I like when people, uh, we've got, very prescribed, uh, you know, very prescribed official plan and local area plans uh, right across our ward. Um, And so what I don't like is when I see things that, you know, essentially ignore that. And so whether people stick to them or they don't, anybody in the, you know, the province of Ontario is allowed to, if you have a piece of property, you can submit anything you'd like under the Planning Act of Ontario. And so these days you get some pretty ambitious uh, applications coming in. And so uh, uh, that's more more the reason to have public meetings and draw everyone's attention to what's going on. And it's uh, it's nothing that, that I've asked for by any stretch of the imagination. It's uh, it's allowed under the Act, and, um, and that's what they're able to do. And, uh, and, and as far as I'm concerned, what I'm able to do is, uh, is inform and educate people. And if they don't like it, I encourage people, or if they do like it, I encourage people to get their voices heard. Yeah, I'd, uh, for sure, you know, and uh, I'm sure people are very interesting when it co- interested rather when it comes to development. Uh, if you're talking about uh, giant buildings, that uh, some people get their backs up about that uh, in terms of encroachment and uh, how it's going to affect 
you know, transportation, for example, around their areas and such. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be concerned and to get some some uh, forthright answers from uh, from uh, you know, municipal and uh, and also the real estate developer. I guess they have to answer to this uh, all the time. Is it a law that a, some sort of public forum has to happen, Stephen, or is it uh, just I don't know the ward or the city for that matter saying no? We'd like to have a public meeting on this. Uh, it's it's for me. It's just a rule that I that I want to live by and yeah. that I and that I have. That's that uh, that's essentially something that I've done. So part of the planning process that the province has is you need to have your statutory meeting, which quite often is at the planning and development committee at the city, you know, at city hall. And, uh, and then the second is, is when something is to go through to get ratified. I like to start off and have uh, a community public meeting Mm -hmm. that's not mandated, but I, I do this because I feel it's just so important to uh, uh, to get everybody's voices heard, yeah. because you're right. Uh, you know what I'd like to see is, for example, uh, with buildings. I tell people I have an allergy to height because um, <laughs> quite often, if you let that uh, flourish without any uh, any stepbacks and setbacks and limitations, yeah. uh, and uh, and you know focus towards things like as they call it built form. Uh, you end up with this concrete jungle that you just can't dial, you know, the clock back on. So uh, each application to me, it's a, you know, as somebody that's been born and raised here, it's a, you know, it, it's home. So I, I can appreciate um, how everybody in the community feels and how those that are going to be coming into the community uh, would want to be welcomed in and to have that, you know, that lifestyle as well. And so everything in moderation and have uh, essentially, if you're walking down Lakeshore, you should have this great pedestrian experience uh, that you're going along. You can see sunshine. It's not a wind tunnel, uh, you know, and um, and it's got this great Main Street feel uh, as you, uh, you know, as, as you go. So, uh, again, for me, it's uh, a lot of the devils in the details. And that's why I have these meetings, because, uh, you know, I think it's very important for all of us to uh, to be able to participate in what the details are. Stephen, I saw at uh, insaga.com yesterday an article, and the headline of the article was, or is, if you want to go look it up yourself, or anybody can, 20,000 refugees from war-torn Ukraine could end up in Mississauga, and this is according to the mayor. So uh, do you have any thoughts or uh, ideas on that? I know it's fresh, and I, but I know it's something we've sort of seen coming down the pipe here, right? Your thoughts about uh, Ward 1, for example. Are you expecting uh, a real influx of, of new people to the ward? Well, very topical and very um, uh-huh. very close to my heart, as, as my background is Ukrainian as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I will say is this is something that um, is... It's just again, it, it's it's mind-boggling that we're going through something like this at this day and time. But we are, and so, um, for example, we've been hearing from some residents uh, that have been putting uh, some people up. Uh, I've also been working with uh, with a Ukrainian charity, and uh, they're also trying to find locations for people throughout the GTA. Uh, and then we've got others, uh, other businesses. Uh, there's a business in Ward One and and in Mississauga uh, called Musket Transportation, and uh, Musket has been raising money. Uh, and also collecting goods to send over to the Ukraine. But on top of that, they've actually offered to um, 
to uh, train and and get licensed uh, some truck drivers uh, that are coming from the Ukraine so that they can also come and earn a living. Yeah. And uh, and so you you've got a lot of people trying to do what they can to uh, to do you know an incredible feat that's been thrown at everybody here. Let's go forward now on into uh, the month. And did you want to talk about any uh, businesses and drop some names or, um, or talk about some other things that are coming up? Any ribbon cuttings that you have to uh, uh, submit, uh, sub, uh, subject yourself to? I'm joking. Oh, the ribbon cuttings are a blast. I absolutely I know, yeah. love those because it shows that we've got more new businesses coming toward one. And I absolutely love it. So uh, we've got a few that have uh, that have come up over the over the past little bit that I'll mention. We've got um, Serrano's, an Italian uh, restaurant, a nice quaint little place, and it is it's a, it's a great spot right on Lakeshore, and essentially it's uh, it's at Lakeshore and Seneca, and uh, very nice couple that's running that. So there's one. There's another one that's uh, watch your waistline here. So it's macarons, <laughs> and they're also at Lakeshore. They're Lakeshore and in uh, here Ontario area, and they uh, they fresh bake macarons, mm. and uh, and the place is just a uh, it's gorgeous inside as well. Wow. It's uh, really quite nice. So we've had a few of those, and then we've had a, a reopening of. Uh, of it's called the red panda pavilion and um robbie and his whole family and the team there they do a a great job running the restaurant and uh so i was actually out with the mayor not too long ago and we did a a ribbon cutting there for for the reopening and i'm hoping to do uh, the same with uh with another uh really uh wonderful rest local restaurant too uh they're in lakeview it's called skewers and they are on Lakeshore, uh, right close to uh, to Kothra as well. So there's a, there's a, a few plugs I thought I'd throw out there. Absolutely, I love it, and I uh, I really am trying to be optimistic about spring and summer for businesses throughout the city of Mississauga and all of Peel Region, of course, Stephen. And and this is going to be a real um, I hope anyway a real good kick at the can as long as we can get this latest wave under control and and all that. I don't want to get political on the whole thing, but. Boy, it'd be sure nice if we could have a, a real almost regular uh, patio season and full force of retail uh, recovery happening throughout Ward 1 and the rest of the region. Don't you agree? Absolutely. And and really, if people are comfortable and they're looking for something else to do as well, uh, I was just at this past weekend, yeah. the Port Credit Lawn Bowling Club had their open house. And they're accepting new members. So there's an activity that uh, people can do, talk about, you know, different variants and that. If people want to try something new, be outside. There's uh, there's the Port, Port Credit Lawn Bowling Club, and they're on Cothra Road. And that is just behind the Cothra Senior Center. So that's uh, that's one to try. And, uh, and also, if you're looking for something to do and you're okay to go inside a building for a little bit to check some stuff out, uh, there's... Stephen Uraney, who's a local photographer, has got an incredible uh, photo exhibit going at the Saint Lor- the old St. Lawrence Starch building, and that's at Lakeshore and, and here, Ontario. And it's on for the entire month, and uh, it's free of charge. You can go in and see them, uh, his exhibit called The Establishment, and it's all the longtime business owners um, from Luigi the Tailor, 
to uh, uh, to uh, Snug Harbor, the Cliftons, uh, etc. And they're all uh, Tommy Donnelly at the Brogue, uh, and a whole bunch of folks, and they're all shown there. So uh, that's well worth going to check out as well if you're in the comfort area for doing that. Luigi the Tailor, I love that name right there. It just it it brings up the image of old school, accurate uh, you know tailoring. That's craftsmanship. Yeah. Craftsmanship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Stephen, listen. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to wrap up with before we say goodbye for this month and for now. But uh, I'm really glad you're able to spend time with us uh, this morning. I know you've got a big day ahead of you, certainly going forward and. And uh, we wish you all the best for the rest of uh, rest of the month of May. The weather's going to, you know, turn uh, upwards here. We're going to get some heat, I think. I think so, and I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I think we've had uh, a, a bit of a challenging uh, winter, you know, yeah. and so it's great to see. And um, I guess last two things I'd like to mention yeah. is that we have actually got uh, towards the end of May, and I was uh, thought I'd be on before that, but I won't. But we've got the towards the end of May, uh, Saturday, May 28th, and Sunday, May 29th. Carasaga is back in business, and uh, and so you can get more information on that uh, just by going to Carasaga.com. Uh, and then my last, I promise, thing that I thought I'd mention, uh, have to mention, is this coming Sunday. Of course, it's Mother's Day, and I wanted to yeah. wish uh, my wife Maria. Happy Mother's Day to our Ginger and Skipper, our fur babies. And uh, and then, of course, uh, a, a very happy Mother's Day to my mom, Sally. Wonderful and happy Mother's Day indeed uh, coming up on the weekend to all moms. And those who are wishing they could be with mom, of course, as we remember uh, those past and present, uh, definitely. Thanks, Stephen, for this. And uh, we will speak to you again next month, my friend. Thank you. Well, I look forward to it. Take good care. Me too. All the best. I'm Norm Murray. This is News Talk Saga 960. Go to stephendasco.ca and, of course, follow him all over the social media platforms at Dasco Ward 1. All right. We are going to uh, break away and make way for the next round of shows coming up for you. I hope you'll stick around. I'll be back tomorrow same time as uh, it's always a pleasure to do so. I'm Norm Murray. This is News Talk Saga 960. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on saga960am.ca. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.